0: Today's episode of Locked On MLB, I take you out to the ballgame. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the Daily Podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I'm yours, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm an Emmy nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcast for the last decade or so. And now it's my fifth full season here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can follow us on Lockdown and Pods on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm Pal Sully with Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast, and Instagram. You can, if you're listening just to the audio, where, where the hell am I? If you're watching the video, I'm here at Oracle Park in San Francisco. I was here for the first two games of the Red Sox and the Giants series, and the Seagulls are now showing up because this game is over. And let me tell you, the first two games were thrillers, absolute thrillers. And it's This is a strange situation for your pal Sully, as you tell. Where my Red Sox hat. I got my Chowderhead shirt with all the Massachusetts towns on it, but I'm in Oracle Park. The Giants have always been my favorite national league team, if they were my dad's team, and I've come to many, many games in Oracle Park, or Pac-Belt Park, or at wherever the hell it's called right now, and I have always rooted for the Giants, and yet for the next couple of days, of, you know, the last few days, I've been rooting for the Red Sox, which is you know, the team I grew up with. And uh, let me tell you, the two games I saw did not disappoint. The seagulls are arriving, as you can tell around me, and there's one seagull up there who's eating quality garlic fries. Let me tell you something, garlic fries here are fantastic. This is, by the way, in my very humble opinion, the best stadium in baseball. It's phenomenal. It has everything you want from a ballpark. All the modern convenience, the great food, the great views, no matter what seat you're sitting in, you have a fantastic view of the game. Every seat is designed for a great experience. And it also has the best new, or relatively new, because it's been around for nearly a quarter of a century, tradition which is right there. McCovey Cove. There's nothing like it in all of baseball. (laughs) <laughs> the Seagulls are coming in big time. Yeah, yeah, the, the pickets are good here, buddies. There they go. They're flying away. McCovey Cove is the single, in my opinion, the single best and coolest tradition in any baseball stadium right now of the boats that come rowing up right to the edge and wait for the home runs. It is. It was an organic tradition. It was something that created character, And you know what? It adds to the quirkiness to the stadium, but it isn't forced quirkiness. It isn't like we're building a hill here or we're putting a building in left field. No, it's hard to believe that this great stadium I'm looking at is a relatively new ballpark. It's hard to believe that this stadium hasn't been around forever because it fits perfectly into the China Basin area. It fits perfectly into the feel of San Francisco's architecture. It fits perfectly into the look of the city, the feel of the city, the characters of the city, and it doesn't feel like a giant behemoth that just got dumped in the middle of the the city. It's great here at Oracle Park. There it is, right there. Even though they keep changing the name, it used to be pac Park, then it was AT&T Park, and it was SBC Park or something. There was something in between that. Now it's Oracle. I still call it AT&T Park because, you know, they kept winning World Series when it was called that, and, you know, they seemed to have a pretty decent track record with that as its name. But the food here is great. They got the Crazy Crab, based upon the the infamous and ill-fitting costumed mascot from the 80s called the Crazy Crab. They've got the Orlando Cepeda Cha-Cha Caribbean food here. It's just terrific. The ambiance is great, and it's just a, a, I can't misplace, if you are a baseball fan, this has to be one of your pilgrimages, right here. Gotta go to at least one game at Oracle Park. And you may wonder, like their, their, their mascot is a seal named Lou, Lou Seal. And here is out here, right here, is a statue of a seal with a baseball on its nose. That is in honor of the San Francisco Seals. For years and years, there was no major league team in California, but the Pacific Coast League was pretty darn close to becoming a major league, one of the major leagues along with the American and National League, and they had teams in Los Angeles, a team in Los Angeles, a team in Hollywood, a team in Oakland, a team here in San Francisco, a team in Sacramento, Portland, Seattle, San Diego, and I'm, there's one other one that I'm not thinking of right now that uh, think the Hollywood Star, there was and there was one other one I can't remember, but they were the Seals, San Francisco Seals. Joe DiMaggio played for the San Francisco Seals. A couple other great players played for the San Francisco Seals. And in honor of the team and the memories of that great franchise, we have the Seal statue and Lou Seal, who is the mascot of the San Francisco Giants. Well, uh, along with great ambiance and great food. There was some good baseball that was played here. On Friday, it was uh, the Tristan Casas' show. He got a couple big hits, including a big home run. And the Red Sox held on to win that game by a 3-2 score. On today, it was a lot of one of those games where the opener comes in, pitches a few innings, and then in comes the bullpen. And Sean Mania, who has been awful for the San Francisco Giants, decided to be great today and shut out the Red Sox offense right up until the final inning. In comes Duvall, and it was gonna be a nice, easy final inning for the Giants, and he suddenly couldn't throw a strike. Yoshida got on, then what looked like was gonna be a uh, game-tying home run by Duvall, and then Justin Turner, who gets booed like crazy here. In fact, more than one person asked me, why is he getting booed so much? And I said, because he was a dodger. That's just how it goes. That's one of the ferries nearby. Dodgers get booed here. If you're a former Yankee, and you come into the if you come into uh, Fenway Park, they're going to boo you there. It works that way right here. And Turner got a two-run single, tied the game. And all of a sudden, a lot of the Giant fans who were looked like it was an all-but shut-down game for the Giants, and suddenly it was tied in the ninth. So in comes the Red Sox beloved all-star Kenley Jansen threw one pitch to J.D. Davis and he hit a fly ball off the left field foul pole Carlton Fisk style appropriately and J.D. Davis, as the man right there just said walked off the game Hey It's a well played game It's a well played game Both teams did their best but uh The Giants took this one. So we'll see what happens in tomorrow's game. Tomorrow's game is the rubber match between the Red Sox and the Giants. And we'll see which team will take it on. Now it looks like the Yankees got the uh, big production with the return of Aaron Judge who wound up hitting a big home run. Which is very, very good news for the Yankees because as I've said before, if the Yankees have Aaron Judge in the lineup, they play like a pennant contender. If they don't, they're a sub-500 team. So the arrival of Judge, even though the Yankees were shut out in the first game against Baltimore and Santander wound up hitting the game-winning homer, today they found their bats and they found their bat speed. So that's good news if you're a Yankee fan. Very good news if you're a Yankee fan. And bad news if you wanted to see the Yankees dead and buried. Look it, there's too much talent on that team. To expect them to sort of fall down and become a sub 500 team is asking too much. Now, are they gonna wind up passing Toronto, who wound up beating the Angels today? Are they gonna wind up passing the Astros or the Rays, whichever team is gonna be in that wildcard hunt? I don't know. But one thing I do know is that one of the other teams with big dreams, where's that seal? There he is, there's the seal. One of the teams that has big dreams of October made a very big move. And it showed that one team is going for it, one team is not. And both made the right decision. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know if your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. You shop at eBay Motors, and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. Like I'm back in the game right here. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right price is at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guarantee Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. exclusion supply. There are many names I thought were going to come up in the news in the next few days regarding baseball. One name that was not high on my list was Luis Angel Acuna, the little brother of Ronald Acuna Jr., who is currently stealing bases at will, getting big hits at will, and probably running away with the National League Most Valuable Player Award in the Atlanta Braves, we're probably gonna wind up winning the division by 10, 15 game. Luis Angel Acuna is one of the best young prospects in baseball. An outfield prospect, if he has even a little bit of talent that his brother has, he's gonna have a fine future. Not ready yet. But a fine future nonetheless why is he a big name in news on this day towards the end of july 2023 because he's going to the new york mets this excellent prospect is going to the new york mets and the possibility of one acuna brunner being with the mets and another being with the braves is delicious for 2024 and beyond Now what did the Mets sacrifice to get this top prospect? Max Scherzer. That's right. I kept clicking my phone, which is perilously close to being out of juice, and saw that Max Scherzer, who did not seem to be happy that Robertson was traded away from the Mets, approved a trade to send him packing to the Texas Rangers. And the Texas Rangers are going for it big time. They got one big Mets ace at the beginning of the year with uh, Jacob deGrom. That didn't quite work. Now, they also got uh, Nathan Eovaldi. Why can't the Red Sox get players like Nathan Eovaldi? But as it turns out, the Texas Rangers are indeed going for it. And they're going for it big time. They're bringing in Max Scherzer. Now remember, Max Scherzer, why can't the Diamondbacks get players like Max Scherzer? Made it to the postseason as a Tiger, as a Dodger, and as a Met. Well, he will be in the postseason, chances are three consecutive years with three different teams. Because he got that big save right here at Oracle Park with a questionable called third strike check swing in the 2021 playoffs. Last year he pitched a game in the 2022 Division, it wasn't Division, it was the Wild Card Series for the Mets when they got upset um, by San Diego. And now he's off to Texas. His job is to be that stud pitcher. His job is to make three great starts in October. His job is to do in Texas what he did in Washington which is helped lead a team to a World Series title that that franchise had never seen. The Texas Rangers got to within one Nelson Cruz leap of a World Series title in 2011 in one of the greatest World Series games I ever saw. Now the Rangers have Bruce Bochy, who led this franchise to three World Series titles, led the Padres to a World Series, and now wants to do the same with the Texas Rangers. Remember, there is no runaway favorite in the American League right now, none. For a while it looked like it was gonna be the Tampa Bay Rays, but have they been playing like a runaway winner? Have you seen the final score in the Houston Tampa Bay game today? The team that was unstoppable the first few months of the season has become extraordinarily ordinary. And so it looks like teams are setting themselves up to say, who is going to have the best few weeks in October. It's a coin toss. And the more Max Scherzers and Nathan Eovaldes, you know, players who have been there, done that, you can put together, could potentially put Texas in a position to finally win that World Series title that eluded Nelson Cruz's glove. I'm going to keep bringing that up because I think it was one of the most heartbreaking plays in the history of baseball. I think it's underrated in in its heartbreak. Texas Rangers are one of the franchises that have never won a World Series. Not when they were the second Washington Senators, not when they are the Texas Rangers. A galaxy of stars have come through. And now, yet another superstar ace is making a cameo in Texas. Gaylord Perry's in the Hall of Fame. He had a cameo with the Rangers. Ferb Blylevin is in the Hall of Fame. He had a cameo with the Rangers. The, uh, who else did that? Um, Ferguson Jenkins had a cameo with the uh, Texas Rangers. A lot of people remember Nolan Ryan with the Texas Rangers. He didn't spend that long of his career with the Texas Rangers. Most of his career was basically split between the Angels and the Astros. And Cliff Lee, who's not quite a Hall of Famer, but he had a darn close career to a Hall of Famer, had a quick cameo where he pitched the Rangers to the World Series where they lost to these Giants. Max Scherzer is a surefire Hall of Famer surefire and now he's going to have texas on his hall of fame plaque however there's another team involved in this and that's the mets they got their acuna brother looking forward but Mets fans should not be overly discouraged this is a sign of intelligence that the mets are deciding to say nope it's not going to happen this year it doesn't matter that they have the highest payroll in the history of baseball. It doesn't matter that they had sky-high expectations after 100 wins last year, and hoping that this was gonna be the year they were gonna finally get to the World Series and finally win it for the first time since 1986. Sometimes it's intelligent to punt. Sometimes it's intelligent to say, hey, it's not gonna happen this year, so let's not pretend that it is. And maybe take advantage of what is clearly a seller's market to say, hey, what if, and, and bear with me for a second, what if we shed some of this payroll, bring in some young talent, and make a move for next year? Though some cost fallacy has helped sink a couple of teams, saying, but we spent so much money, we can't rebuild. Remember when I said a couple of days ago, I believe a New York team can, should, and must rebuild? because eventually one of them will win a World Series title or a a Super Bowl title or an NBA title or a Stanley Cup and that team will be the single most beloved team in a generation of New York fans. Well, what if, and bear with me for a second, the Mets trade away some of these older veterans, they suddenly get younger but have a nice score of players to build around and then they finally win and the Mets wound up using the money that Cohen has shown that he's willing to spend but also is not too stubborn or stupid to say, hey, if we're not gonna win this year, why are we gonna act like we are gonna win this year? Isn't that irresponsible? Isn't that the sign of a bad owner? Maybe it's a sign that he's a good owner. All I know is if this builds up that the Mets have an Acuna and the Braves have an Acuna, this could be a lot of fun in the National League East. Hey, I just got some fabulous tickets to see the Red Sox and the Giants play at Oracle Park in San Francisco. And it was a breeze even though these games were absolutely packed. Do you know why? I use Game Time. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, and comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets. And their best price guarantee you could stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're gonna have. Flash deals, last minute tickets, easy to find and you know what? I got images of my seat view. So I said hey this is the view I like to have and I got them. So Game Time Guaranteed means you can always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So The tickets were sent directly to my phone. You don't have to fumble for an email. What you need to do right now is to snag the tickets without the stress of game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Cardinals didn't play well today and according to a report, they are not gonna be trading away Nolan Arenado. I guess they're succumbing to the sunk cost fallacy, but this is, you know, if you're a team trading away a veteran, you're gonna get really, really, really good players in return, especially as several contenders could really use a Nolan Arenado or two or maybe three. I'm really not a believer and what the St. Louis Cardinals are doing this year. Uh, obviously, they're having a bad year, and it kind of looks like they're, well, it looks like they're falling to the mentality of like, well, we can't rebuild. Why not? Why not? You're gonna be trading away a bunch of your pitchers anyway. Just go all in. You know, the White Sox are going all in. Looks like they're gonna be maybe dealing away your lawyer Jimenez. And watch them get a really good prospect back for him. Look at. sometimes you have to hit the button. Sometimes you have to hit reset. And sometimes you have to really take a good long look at the mirror and say, if we're not gonna go for it, let's get our pieces going here. And if you're a team that's on the verge of contention, you gotta go for it. The Giants could use a couple players. The Red Sox could. And if you're a contender in the American League Central, holy cow, just go out and get whatever you need right now. Because nobody wants to win. The Guardians got thumped today. The Twins got thumped by Kansas City after losing a walk-off game when Bobby Witt Jr. hit a walk-off Grand Slam. Nobody wants to win that Central. So, the trade deadline's coming up. If I were an AL Central team, I'd be going all in. And if I had a chip like Nolan Arenado and realized I could be getting a whole bunch of great chips back for him, I'd go for it. Meanwhile, one Acuna brother, the one currently playing, the one who currently is great, wound up hitting a home run and stealing his 50th base. Holy Toledo. He's going to be putting up some tremendous stats this year. And if his brother could be even a fraction of the player he is, we may have a great new rivalry in the National League East. By the way, nobody's got my trivia question yet. I'm going to ask it again, and this time I'll give you a hint. I don't like giving a hint. What postseason series ended with a ended the final play of the game was an RBI single by the visiting team sounds like it's impossible it happened once here's the hint it involved this team it involved the San Francisco Giants now stop and think what San Francisco Giant team saw a postseason series End with a RBI single from the visiting team. The seal knows, one of you should too. I'm disappointed in you, and you know who I'm talking to. So, anyway, go to Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and on Instagram, as long as we still have Twitter. And I'm your pal, Sully. i at solid Baseball on Twitter, as long as it still exists. Solid Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Looking at Oracle Park, where is it? There it is. closing it up. This has been Locked On MLB. I'm your host Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.